Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Bruins your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms, and today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Jack Stanika is making it increasingly difficult to picture a roster on opening night without him and he scored again last night in a preseason game against the Philadelphia Flyers, giving head coach Bruce Cassidy and his staff much to think about with one preseason game remaining and about 11 days to go until opening night. We'll get into all that here in a moment, but again, I want to remind you that the podcast is available on all platforms, so whether you use Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher Pocket Casts is what I have on my Android phone. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. It's the same handle on Instagram if you're over there as well, now that it's back up. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. So let's get into last night's game in Philadelphia, shall we? Jack Stanika scored his second of the preseason. Jeremy Swayman looked very strong, making 34 saves, but the Bruins fell 2-1 in overtime uh, in their final road exhibition game of the preseason. Jack Stanika, again, continued his stellar preseason. We've talked a lot about how he bulked up. Uh, made a strong commitment to, yeah, just improving himself physically over the summer. Uh, he lunged toward the net and whacked home a loose puck from the crease after a Jacob Lauko chance rang off the post in the second period. Head coach Bruce Cassidy said he liked Stanika's game, liked his commitment to playing a 200-foot game, how he managed pucks. We all know how much the Bruins value a 200-foot effort. Uh, he added he did not turn the puck over like he has in the past. He's trying to stick with more simple approaches with how he's going to generate offense. He'll end up making some high-end plays because he can. It's worked out better for him because he hasn't been chasing back the other way. His defending's been excellent in terms of what we've asked. He's going to keep working on his strengths in faceoffs. Cassidy admitted the Bruins brass will have to take a look at whether Seneca has earned a spot on Boston's opening night roster. And in the second segment here on today's podcast, I'm going to project what I think the opening night roster should be. Uh, but I really do believe that Stadnika has done everything to earn a spot. But the question is, who goes where? Cassidy asked, do we push someone to the wing or not? probably meaning an Eric Howla or a Thomas Nasik. Uh, they like how they are down the middle with, you know, Coyle projected to be the second line center, Howla, Nosik on the uh, third and fourth lines. But he said if the lineup looks better because he's ready, they have to move someone around, they'll do it. 
Uh, are they just giving Charlie Coyle what he deserves? He's a proven NHL player. He has to play some games. He's going to play Wednesday, hopefully. But after that, he's going to have to play some games before they start moving a lot of pieces around. So, yeah, Jack Stanika, you know, has been playing center in the preseason. Could perhaps play right wing, but he's probably best served playing center in the middle six somewhere. So perhaps that will affect some of the new guys. And that, you know, was an offshoot of adding three forwards in free agency is that some people are pushed out and... Uh, I would hate to see Stemnika be falling victim to that. Now, Jeremy Swayman, like I said, he looked very good. Uh, 34 saves against the Flyers. Linus Olmark will get the call for the preseason finale on Wednesday against the Capitals. Uh, Swayman said it was awesome to get shots. The defense was great. Bruins obviously take pride in their defensive zone coverage, and he thought the guys cleared out rebounds and had good structure. Now again, there'll be some serious discussions when it comes to determining whether Swayman or Ulmark will start on opening night. You know, conventional wisdom would say you put in your four-year, $5 million per commitment in net on opening night, but I personally would be okay with Swayman starting. Uh, He has looked very good in the preseason, and he's more comfortable with the Bruins. That's not an indictment on Ulmark or to say that it's a failure because, like I said the other day, it's way too early to make that kind of uh, conclusion. But just to give Ulmark a little bit more time to get acclimated, you know, perhaps Swayman gets the start. And it, it shouldn't be a big deal either way because it is kind of a 1A, 1B situation uh, until Ulmark gets more comfortable and can maybe take the lion's share of the starts. But, yeah, Cassidy said Ulmark... Hasn't been as sharp as Swayman. Everybody knows that. Some of that could be he's ramping it up a bit. He didn't finish last year playing. There's some different things we have to factor into our decision. Uh, They're going to be comfortable with whoever goes in there. They're both going to see time in October. They knew that going in, that there would be a certain level of competition. Uh, Sway looks like he left off last year. He's solid. The goals are getting by are good goals, not, you know, uh, ones that he should have had. He's sealing well and challenging how he needs to, and he looks very sharp, which is good. You want at least somebody looking sharp heading into opening night. Another guy who looked pretty good last night was Jacobs Borrell, who's competing with John Moore and Connor Clifton for the sixth defenseman spot. Uh, he's been bumped out of the lineup by the acquisition of Mike Riley, bringing in Derek Forbort, but uh, he has looked pretty good and uh, is confident heading into the season. He credited former Bruins defenseman Kevin Miller, his defense partner last season, for mentoring him as he found his way at the NHL level. And he said coming here this year, he feels like he's at the level that he's not really on the ice being scared of making mistakes. He's a player who can uh, play his game, and if he does make a mistake, he'll recover and make a better play next time. Bruce Cassidy said he likes his professionalism, his approach. He looks like he's conditioned better, practicing better. Who knows how it will translate uh, in terms of playing time, but he will get in at some point. There's always going to be injuries. It's just the way it works out, and uh, the bonus is he can play the right side, uh, which is a bit weaker depth-wise for the Bruins. They're keeping an eye on Cliffy and Johnny and Zborl for that final spot, 
The other five are set. Uh, Cliffy, being a right stick, has the advantage, and he hasn't done anything to hurt himself either. So Zboril's got to push his way in and stay in, be ready to go, and once he gets his chance, be ready to go so they can't take him out again. He's a guy they like, and uh, there's just a few guys ahead of him, or a couple guys anyways, which is making it more difficult. So some encouragement uh, from last night's loss. And like I said, they have one game left uh, against Washington at home. It will probably have more of a regular season lineup feel to it. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Charlie Coyle performs and yeah, where Jack Stanika might fit into the lineup. And we'll get to that here in a moment. First, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct Stream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Hey, Locked On Boston Bruins fans, this is Ian McLaren with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about, Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code HOCKEY to get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Per gallon. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Again, download the app, use promo code hockey to get 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card from Amazon or other brands. Again, download the GetUpside app and use promo code HOCKEY. Thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. We had a great week last week. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's keep that momentum going. So let's talk about the Boston Bruins opening night lineup. There's clearly no debate as to who will be on the top line. We'll have Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, and David Pasternak. That trio has looked borderline unfair in the preseason, uh, firing on all cylinders or close to that uh, in the preseason, and it looks like they will indeed uh, just hit the ground running on opening night against the Dallas Stars. Second line, this is where it gets a little tricky, seeing as Charlie Coyle, who was penciled in to be the guy, to replace David Krejci has not gotten any preseason action. Uh, he has been recovering from off-season knee surgery, a bit slow to get up to speed perhaps, no fault of his own, that's just the process of having that major surgery. And while he's being paid and has the veteran uh, presence of a second-line center, it's still unclear whether he it is indeed a second-line center in the NHL that can produce night in, night out, and really lock down that line that will feature Taylor Hall and Craig Smith. So does Jack Stanika get there? All signs point right now to Charlie Coyle being there opening night. So what do the bottom three lines look like? We have... 
Jake DeBrusque, Eric Howla, and Nick Foligno penciled in as the third line. Uh, that trio has developed some chemistry here in the preseason and through training camp, and it would be difficult to break them up. What I could see, perhaps, is Stanika starting on the second line, Coyle starting on the third line, and then you have a line of um, Nosik, Howla, and Lazar on the fourth line, bumping out Trent Frederick, who, let's be honest, has not overly impressed here in uh, the early going. So that would be Hall, Stanika, Smith, DeBrusque, Coyle, Felino, Nosik, Howla, and Lazar. Now, you might not want to, not necessarily bury, but put your two of your three uh, free agency acquisitions on the fourth line, but Stanika is not suited for that role, and these guys are. They're more hard you know, depth, defensively minded players. And it might be good to ease Coyle back in on the third line where he won't be up against top defensive coverage and give Stanika the chance to roll with uh, a position that he's rightfully earned here in the early going. That gets a bit tricky though when you consider how the roster would be affected. Do you keep Frederick and Wagner up as extra forwards? Send Carson Kuhlman through waivers and down to Providence. Traditionally, the Bruins uh, like to keep eight defensemen up. So it's either 13 forwards and eight defensemen and two goalies or 14 forwards, seven defensemen and two goalies. Uh, I would think that they would keep John Moore and Jacobs Borrell as the extra defensemen right now. So that would mean, yeah, if you want Stanika in the lineup, then... You either send Trent Frederick down to Providence, which isn't ideal, or you place uh, Chris Wagner on waivers, assign him to Providence, and see if he gets scooped up by another team. In all due respect to Chris Wagner, that might be my preference. You know, these other guys are younger and uh, have more of a future with the Bruins than Chris Wagner does. He's been a great uh, fourth-line right-winger, Kills penalties, uh, but it might be time to free up some of that salary and uh, assign him to Providence or see if there's a deal to be made uh, with another team looking to add someone of his ilk. Let's just check and see what his uh, contract situation is. Wagner has two seasons left on a deal that carries a $1.35 million cap hit. You know, not a lot, but uh, certainly every dollar helps, especially when you're looking towards the trade deadline and, and possibly adding up front as well. He's 30 years old. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be a tough call for them. I know Bruce Cassidy loves Wagner. Uh, the management, they're big fans of having the local guy in the mix. Uh, but, you know, if Stanika has earned a role, then... It's going to trickle down, and that's just how it might have to be. On defense, it looks like they're going to start Forbort and McAvoy, Riley, Carlo, and then Grizzlick and Clifton, and perhaps bump Grizzlick up to the top pair if they're trailing, leave Forbort up there. I don't think it's a permanent thing per se. I don't really love how they've been treating Grizzlick in the preseason, uh, giving Forbort these prime assignments. Maybe it's just to develop some chemistry with McAvoy, 
when they do play and uh, perhaps it will shake out as it should where Grizzlick's on the top pair, Forbort's on the bottom pair. Uh, but that certainly seems how it's going to start at least. And then, of course, Swayman and Allmark in net. That's how I envision things. Let me know what you think. Hit me up at Locked NHL Bruins or at ENC McLaren. And uh, yeah, do you think Jackson Nika has done enough to earn a roster spot? And who should be the player that is bumped out, whether it be Trent Frederick, whether it be uh, Chris Wagner? Uh, those are probably the two options. Carson Kuhlman likely heading to the waiver wire and an assignment down to Providence if he's not claimed. Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, we are back and better than ever, and all eyes are on the ice, the gridiron, the diamond, and the court. Hockey's right around the corner, football's in full swing, baseball playoffs begin today, NBA exhibition is going, Bet Online has you covered for all the odds, props, and contests with a new updated site and interface. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2021 season. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, bet online, where the game starts. Rock Auto is a family-owned business, and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for 20 years. You don't have to go to your local mechanic or dealer to get the parts that only they cover. Paying premiums on those parts, right now you can go to Rock Auto and look at all the parts that they have and save money at the same time. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a dealership? For an example, Honda Odyssey fuel pump is 353 from a chain store, about 216 from Rock Auto. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could possibly need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. I didn't get to it yesterday because of my chat with Armando Velez of Locked On Panthers, which if you missed, you should check that out. It was really insightful uh, about a very good team in the Atlantic Division. But uh, Robin Leonard was very active on Twitter over the weekend, accusing several NHL teams of distributing medication to players without a doctor's prescription. Uh, He clarified, said he was not directly accusing Philadelphia Flyers head coach Alan Vigneault of doing this but he was instead criticizing how he handled his players, most notably Nolan Patrick, who had some migraine issues and is now a member of the Vegas Golden Knights, for whom uh, Leonard plays. Uh, Vigneault denied Leonard's claims that he mistreated his players. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said he takes Leonard's comments very seriously and expects to speak with him very soon to hear his concerns and to follow up if there's any merit to these claims. Uh, He added Leonard could have contacted the league directly rather than taking to Twitter 
for sure, Gary. That would have been, I'm sure, very revealing. Uh, he also, Bettman, spoke about the current standoff between the Buffalo Sabres and Jack Eichel regarding, regarding sorry, medical treatment for his injured neck. He indicated the league is up to speed on the current situation, adding there's legitimate disagreement among doctors as to which course of treatment Eichel should undergo. He said it's a terrible situation. Doesn't think it's fair to point the finger at anybody in terms of who's right and who's wrong. And he felt both sides are approaching the issue with the best intention. uh, And people need to be a little bit more patient. So I guess we can't expect an Eichel trade anytime soon. The Montreal Canadiens look like they'll be without Carey Price to start the season as he continues to recover from off-season knee surgery. He's also come down with a non-COVID illness. Uh, So that could hurt their chances of getting off to a uh, flying start as he was so integral to their success last season. Cole Caulfield has resumed practicing after missing the past week with an upper body injury. Austin Matthews participated in full practice for the first time since undergoing wrist surgery during the offseason. He and David Pasternak will no doubt uh, be going toe-to-toe, perhaps with some others as well, for the Rocket Richard Trophy. Uh, Pasternak will have hopefully a full season in order to challenge for that, unlike last year. And there's only one remaining restricted free agent out there, and that is Ottawa Senators forward Brady Kachuk. Apparently, Kachuk wants a bridge deal, the Senators want a long-term deal, and there is no resolution yet. He's obviously a huge part of a team that the Bruins will see several times a season, and uh, if he's not signed, then it will make uh, the Senators that much easier to, to beat, and hopefully the Bruins can pile up some points on them. Team Canada submitted three names for their Olympic team. Uh being Sidney Crosby, Alex Pietrangelo, and Connor McDavid. I would assume that Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand will also get the call and uh, probably be back on Crosby's wings in Beijing. I think that's pretty much it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Tomorrow I'm planning to uh, interview hockey historian Mike Comito, who you probably know from Twitter, who has a new book coming out, so uh, do tune in for that. Uh, If you're looking for something to watch tonight, well, obviously, a lot of you will be watching the Red Sox-Yankees game. Uh, That begins at 5, no, sorry, 8 p.m. tonight, so I guess you don't need any show recommendations. But if you do, I highly recommend checking out Midnight Mass on Netflix. It's a bit of a spooky one, uh, but perfect for this time of year. And, uh, yeah, there is some gore, but it's not really over the top, per se. There is a lot of thoughtful conversation in there and some pretty meaningful themes as well. I'm really enjoying it uh, for one. Uh, I've been catching up on Only Murders in the Building, uh, which is the show with uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Uh, Heels, I really have enjoyed. The Stars show about uh, wrestling. There's only one episode left of that, I think. Uh, So yeah, Thanksgiving weekend is approaching up here in Canada. And uh, I am very excited for Boston Bruins hockey. Tomorrow, like I said, I'll be talking to Mike, teeing up the uh, final preseason game and getting you up to speed on all things Boston Bruins if there's any cuts in the meantime and things like that. Thanks again for making Locked on Bruins your first listen of the day. Please do hit that subscribe button if you have not already. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Bruins. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.